Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. I just want to hop on and remind you, don't be afraid to keep it simple. That's it. That's the message. <laughs> nah, but for real, you know, if you're anything like me, and again, you love to pursue excellence, work with a spirit of excellence, there's always this desire to go above and beyond. But what I'm coming to understand is that that willingness and that desire is is available to everybody. Usually we just don't tap into it like we can do it naturally with our own gifts, with our own talents, without really trying but sometimes we just don't do the work because we'll allow ourselves to get distracted or we think the work is too hard or we just don't commit ourselves to focusing a little bit. But it's like if we just allow ourselves to commit, we'll naturally go above and beyond when we're being curious in these times that's going above and beyond. When We ask a bit more questions and actually listen. That's going above and beyond actually doing your work thoroughly that's going above and beyond because so many people are doing the bare minimum or not even reaching the required expectations and this is in any area they're just trying to skim by but then want the the best results and I know as I've been observing myself more if you all been listening to these past episodes what I'm realizing is that for me, there are a lot of things I do naturally that, again, I put expectations on that make me operate from this energy. Like if I don't get this done, it's just not going like this very anxious and pressing energy that doesn't, you know, I don't have to operate from that place. Like I can relax some and just be like, OK, this is what we're going to do. And I just want to keep it simple. And I was refining some of my, uh, some of my, a few of my syllabi for my collegiate courses because we started class this week, and I told them I would go over the syllabus in the second week. One of the classes I'm gonna go over it the first day because it's like a three-hour class. But one of them, I said we'll go over it the second week because this class specifically. Um, People drop in and some drop out once they find out what it is, what it ain't, or they see that the wait list is down because that class usually gets full. So I said, I'll wait to go over the syllabus. And as I was just looking at my syllabus, because I still have to turn them in the deadline is tomorrow. I was re looking at them and I was just reading them and I, I change my syllabus quite often. And because this past year and a half, we were doing a lot online. I was just looking at some of the descriptions and even some of the deadlines and the work that I was assigning, which I don't assign a whole bunch of work because I don't like grading. Like, I think my work is fun because uh, if I'm going to be sitting up grading it, it definitely has to be entertaining. But I was just reading it like and I just saw myself deleting certain, you know, multiple sentences and certain assignments that I felt like I just want to strip this down to the bare basics not the bare minimum 
but just the bare basics so I can focus on the foundation. Because as I'm reflecting on what I've written, I'm like, you know, I know all of this stuff and I'm also learning more. But the students that I usually have in my class, they don't have all the information that I have. You know, so I pressure myself to like meet this super high expectation of teaching all of this in a matter of between 10 and 12 weeks. Because then we even if we have a 16 week course, like you start preparing for the final and whatever you get on the final, you want to have taught them that during the during the semester. And I'm like, look how many things I tried to touch on and tried to pressure myself to teach which I always did but I'm like look how much you know I could see why you were exhausted and these classes were still fun for for me like I would get good feedback in the class but then at the same time I'd be so exhausted like oh my goodness (laughs) and I'm sitting here reading my syllabus like that's because you putting everything you know into this one semester when you can strip this down to the bare basics and not put pressure on yourself. These students taking this class because you heard what they said yesterday. They just want to have fun. <laughs> they scared to dance like they just want to have fun. And I was like, man, I can I can relax. Now, it don't mean don't be prepared. I'm fully prepared. I go in there with what I need, my lesson plan. You know, I'm very thoughtful about my syllabus, but it just showed me that I can simplify. You know, sometimes we we think, well, I'll speak for myself. I know for me, when it comes to achieving, I will go full force. So just even reading my own syllabus or even what I see what I'm doing in my middle school classes, I, I see myself not being afraid to strip things down to the bare basics, allow myself to simplify my lesson plans, allow myself to see this big concept and say, Whitley, this seeing that they don't have no type of background, these kids ain't been in school for a year and a half. Look at how they're grabbing this information just in a day. This one unit that if you were with experienced teachers who teach this, who love this, this could be a one hour class. You can get through this. But with them, you got to teach them even how to do group work before they even get in groups. (laughs) You know, so this one lesson that if you were among all of your peers and y'all did this and you were leading a workshop, could be a one and a half, one, an hour, 15 minute workshop. But with them, this can be an eight week lesson for your class that see you Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you know, and allowing, and I've, I've known, had this concept in my mind, but in the past, I've been afraid to do things like that because it never seemed like it was enough. And what I'm beginning to realize is the way that I approach my work as if, you know, the basics, keeping it simple wasn't enough. I translated that to me not being enough. Like if I didn't show how smart I was, if I didn't show how capable I am, if I didn't show everything I know and make this, you know, so profound and teach them all these things, then I'm not competent. I'm not doing enough. 
when really, you know, I had experiences with students who, you know, I could see them getting overwhelmed with certain things. And I would pull back in those moments, but I'm like, I would have those moments at multiple times in the year or the semester. And because I was overwhelmed with not knowing where they was overwhelmed that I would pull all the way back. But now I'm approaching it with, okay, this is the big idea. How can you pull it back to digestible bites, even for myself, not just for them? And when I tell y'all that is allowing me, if you've been listening to these past episodes and I've been talking about the same concept, that is allowing me to even enjoy my work much more. Because for me, I wanted to enjoy what I do. It doesn't mean that there won't be tough days. It doesn't mean that there won't be days where I wish I didn't have to drive here, drive there. I wish I had a day off. Like there's always going to be that. Even when you're doing what you love, like that's, that's just how life goes. There are energy ebbs and flows. But for me, for majority of the days, I want to feel like when I go to work, it's smooth sailing. When I go to work, you know, I don't want to come home stressed. I don't want to feel like I got so much to plan, so much to do and feeling the pressure on my back. And when I leave work, I want to be able to leave work where it is, <laughs> you know, and if I come home and I have to work on anything or I have to look at anything again, it's not from a place, a, a place of like grind time and I have to do so much. And that's just the energy I'm choosing to operate out of because again, I enjoy, I love what I do, but I want to also enjoy it, you know, because to me, using the word love, I use that word a lot of times. Like, I love this when it's actually something I like or something I, I really, you know, have an affinity for. So I love what I do because I love dance. But in the past, I haven't always enjoyed it. There were moments where I couldn't enjoy it because it was felt more like work than something that I can just indulge in. But now, because I'm like, this is the season I'm in where I'm working, where I'm working, working until I'm living in the lifestyle that I want. I want to be able to enjoy this. And I have come to understand that that's not just going to happen just because I'm praying for it or just because I'm wishing upon a star like I can create enjoyment. So I ask myself, how do you create that? And it's like, don't be afraid of keeping it simple. Think about the woman who, um, you know, there are two naturally beautiful women. And one, you know, she gets up in the morning and she puts on like 10 layers of makeup, even though she's naturally beautiful. And she does the most to her hair and she wears this form-fitting outfit and, you know, because she doesn't know that she is already naturally beautiful, naturally sexy if she owned her sexy because sexy doesn't look one way. Then this woman, she's also naturally beautiful. She gets up, she puts on enough makeup to, you know, just highlight and accentuate her, her face. She does her hair in a way that just, you know, allows her to look like she puts effort in. You know, she puts her clothes on, something simple, not too much. You know, <clears throat> and they both walk in the room and it's like your eyes may go to both of those women for different reasons. But to me, it's always the woman who 
simplifies that it's like, wow, the way she just did that hair wrap, the rest of her outfit is pretty simple, but that looks good. Rather than the one who did like the most in your eyes. And that may look different because we all have different judgments of that. But to me, I admire, you know, women who keep it simple, but it still looks like extraordinary effort. (laughs) But they make it look simple. If you ever watch ballet dancers, they're known for making very difficult movement, look simple, look very graceful, look very poised. But it's just like a duck who looks like it's gracefully gliding among the water that if you were to look under, have a camera under the water, you'll see their feet working super duper, super duper hard because that's how they have to flap and move. And so that's how we want to show up in the world. At least that's what I'm aiming for. And if you're listening to these episodes regularly, um, that's what I want to help us to get to having an easeful life and easeful experience and enjoying our life. Again, it doesn't mean every day is going to be happy and on cloud nine, but it means that even in those tough moments, we can learn to, how can I, how can I rely on the basics? I don't need to do nothing new. I don't need to do nothing extravagant. Or even when I'm doing something new, I can I can approach that from, you know, this open place or this curious place because I had to respond to the shift I had to make. Um, and as you see with, you know, what's going on with this pandemic for a year and a half, there's constantly, even now, <laughs> with this variant, like... Oh, my goodness, there are constantly things where I feel like I'm working with so much unknown when it comes to planning. And sometimes that stress me out. And I always have to remind myself, Whitley, you can only control what you can control. And you got the habit of trying to control or figure out what nobody is unknown to anybody. We're not going to have this schedule yet. You're not going to have this performance schedule yet. You're not going to have this information. So you got to communicate and you got to do your best with the information that you do have. And so the only way I've been able to do that is keeping it simple. And again, keeping it simple doesn't mean fall below your standard and be mediocre. It just means that you have a high standard, but you're allowing yourself to reach it at an easeful pace that you can maintain with consistency. Yeah. So I love you so much. Um, if you want to reach out to me, my email is on my website at WhitleyAnnGreen.com. My blog is also there. Arts Feminine on Twitter, Wondering Whitley on Instagram and Facebook. The Feminine Arts Academy on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And Wit With Hooray is my personal page on Instagram. And, you know, I love you so much. And I am with you. I hope that you continue to find value in these talks because I know I love sharing and reflecting and knowing that you know, it's helping you through whatever season you're in, or even if it's just something as entertainment or if you feel like, yes, I relate. And it's like a me too moment. But remember, get in alignment and receive your assignment. Talk to you soon.